Hello, innovators. I'm Todd Wyant, and welcome to the Bridging the Gap podcast presented by Applied Software Great Tech Group. You're invited to join our conversation to model the future of construction innovation and the digital transformation adventure of this great industry. My guest today is Angie Izzy, Senior Director of Partnerships and Digital Sales at Autodesk Construction Cloud. Angie has over 25 years of career success developing and executing operational strategies to promote product recognition in the building design software market. Welcome to the show, Angie. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, looking forward to it. So before we really dive into everything, I always like to kind of get people's origins, stories, and how'd you get into the construction industry to begin with? <laughs> I had this really long, uh, strange, complex way I actually arrived here. So, um, yeah, I actually started my career as an architect. Um, went okay. to tech and um, I uh, graduated with an architectural degree. And I just had this way I wanted to, you know, form this industry. And as things progressed in my career, when I started as an architect, I, I found technology. I found 3D technology kind of before BIM was actually really around. And I um, just got obsessed with it. And so I actually started as a consultant helping customers or helping other architects um, innovate and change their workflows. And so I became a, a reseller of an architectural software. And that was a lot of fun. Did that for about 15 years and um, actually established a, a business there in Atlanta where, where Applied is. And, um, and then actually I decided that um, it was time for me to, to move to a corporate career, um, sold that company and moved over into um, to Autodesk. So I joined Autodesk actually over 12 years ago now and started um, actually running our, our, our architectural strategy. And I was responsible for our global strategy for architecture. It was really, really fun. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that we actually, um, that actually I'm, I'm seeing today, they're actually coming to fruition um, that we planned and strategized around, you know, eight years ago, even. Yeah. And, um, and then actually about um, three, four years ago, um, I decided to make a, a career change and move over into our construction solutions group. And so now I manage our, our partnerships and our e-commerce business over on the construction team. Yeah, very cool. What was it about uh, that you saw in construction that made you want to go over from architecture to construction? Well, you know, I'm not going to say that we have totally digitalized architecture. I, I don't want to say that, but we've made big strides there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I wanted a new challenge and a new challenge would be the construction industry, which is really, um, there's this big opportunity in front of us to, to digitize it. And, and we haven't really realized it. I don't, not sure any company has really realized um, how to actually move this industry forward. Yeah, I feel like the the last three years, especially uh, in the construction space, the the technology conversations have have so changed and, and taken huge leaps forward. Have you seen that on your side? And how have those kind of conversations started from when you you first started to what you're having now on the the digital transformation front? Well, what's been interesting is you know we made these um, we made these big investments in construction. So our, our CEO staff and, and our company really strategized to um, to acquire some pretty interesting companies, some startups. They were doing disparate things. They um, had very they're very much um, I would say they're very much developed out to support individual workflows. And we saw an opportunity to acquire them. We acquired some really companies that had a lot of users, actually, um, Plan Grid being one of them. And um, and those that it was really interesting because 
that was, you know, great strides that people have made in that particular in that particular market, in that particular, um, you know, like work land grid and field construction, um, in building connected in our pre-construction bid management. So, you know, it's really interesting because we, we saw this great opportunity, but we wanted to realize it into one platform. And that's really what the promise was, is driving everything into one platform. And I think that's what is exciting about this industry is the change that, that we can all institute in the industry. Yeah, so kind of digging down into that, Autodesk has kind of the, the stated vision of, of creating that that truly connected construction environment. Over the the last several years, you guys have clearly been embarking on making this become a, a reality with the the platform that ACS is is developing. How does having a, a platform really help enable kind of that that better connectivity across design and make? Well, you know what I think is really interesting is you know just starting with our design business. Um, and looking where we've been, you know, we, the design offerings, you know, that's really where we started. That's our roots. Our roots are AutoCAD and in the acquisition of Revit. And, you know, that goes back a long way. But what we really have an opportunity to do is building a connective tissue um, to drive our design offerings with a connected, connected experience to pre-design tools, conceptual design tools, um, green building, um, sustainability. Um, data management and connecting, you know, connecting those together. And really the only way to do that is through a platform, is using a platform. And for us, it's a cloud platform. Not everyone sees it that way, but for us, it's, it's, it's cloud. Cloud is a big part of that. And with all of these point solutions that we acquired, now we have the ability to better connect to our extended tools. And that's really what our strategy was. And now we're starting to realize it. Um, I think our biggest opportunity is um, what used to be called Forge, but now it's we call it Autodesk plat Platform Services. I know we change names a lot, and <laughs> I, I'm not in charge of names of products, thank goodness. Um, but um, we, it's actually, I have to like to say that we do it for a reason. Um, you know, Forge, I don't think we got really much... Uh, the, the naming convention wasn't really uh, noticed. And I think as Autodesk platform services, what we're trying to show is that we have, we're going to have three platforms moving forward. Our three platforms are going to be Fusia, Forma, and Flow. But in order for those to work as platforms on a connected design to make um, scenario, like, you know, like in your question, um, we have to have the connected tissues in the background of that for the cloud to enable those extended workflows. And that's what Autodesk platform services are. Yeah, for, so for those who aren't familiar with Fusion, Forma, and Flow, what are those three and how do they kind of work <laughs> together? But you know, they're in their separate space, but how do they kind of come together? Yeah, they are in their separate spaces. And you know, Fusion is really around um, designers, engineers, and manufacturers and helping them innovate products and prototypes quickly. And so that's really our product. Um, um, kind of our product engineering platform. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so that's, you know, that's one platform. Our second platform, you know, Forma, that's our design platform, or actually our, I'll say our, our uh, platform to revolutionize how designers and architects create, um, which is extremely powerful. We actually just launched it. They actually, we have our first version of it live today, and I hope people have a chance to go check it out. But, um, and that's, you know, around our AEC business is Forma. 
And then the third platform you mentioned is Flow. And Flow is very much part of our performance and efficiency for manufacturing. And it really is around cutting edge simulation and analysis tools for, for those users. And so that's, you know, those are three platforms that we are really strategizing around. And I'm I actually really excited, super excited about what these platforms bring. Yeah, very cool. I, one of the kind of mini soapbox things of, of mine as of late is picking up on something that Amy Marks actually brought up of the expected experience of construction and how we we settle for things seemingly in, in construction that we would never put up with in our, our personal life. And the, the case that she uses in that is with Amazon, for example, you know the exact specs, you can track it all the way through, you know the, the timing of when it's going to be delivered, you know, you know every single specification that you could possibly want and all the customizations that exist. And yet when it comes to construction, we, we seem to not uh, pull in the, the same kind of expected experience and the, the, the expectations that we have in our personal life into the industry. How have you seen that kind of changing and, and growing and maybe people becoming more demanding on, on what they expect of, of technology? So, I mean, I think that it's actually just the evolution of technology um, mm. altogether. Um, mm -hmm. actually, I just participated in a simulation event um, for our executive staff. And it was, it was fantastic just to see how uh, an industry like surfing, for instance, um, and the evolution of that industry based on cameras and technology for like GoPro cameras. And the old days you needed a crew and you needed a lot more manpower to, to actually do production, but you're actually able to produce real time information through a GoPro. And it's just, you know, I just see that all these industries change and the way that they evolve is based on technology and the way that technology drives it. And I think it's very similar for the construction. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Can you walk through some of the, the evolutions and the, the transformations that have been going on with the enhancements of the uh, ACS platform? Yeah. You know, I think one of the big things that, yeah, you know, one of the big things in the evolution is when, when companies are acquired, when companies acquire the companies, I feel like that they, you know, this is just kind of where we've been. Um, I feel like that they acquire and then they continue to run that product parallel. And the whole idea is that, they will acquire acquire the acquire the the customer and then continue to evolve that product into a, the next generation. Mm -hmm. And what I'm actually super actually I'm super proud of this. I'm super proud to be on a team where we actually acquired six different software, um, disparate softwares I'll say, and we made a decision to evolve them into one platform and so unify them into one specific platform. And that is actually a really hard thing to do. And I actually didn't realize how hard it was until we were in the middle of this whole transformation. And I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this is like, you can't just take this software and move it over this platform. And that's why I'm not in development. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is actually a very tough thing to do. And I'm very proud of, of what the team has done. And so you imagine those six startups that we started with and, you know, talk about Plan Grid for a moment. Um, we have Plan Grid and BIM 360. We started with BIM 360, um, gosh, about seven years ago now. We started developing it. And the whole idea it was a collaboration platform for designers and construction companies. Um, and, you know, back when we started it, there wasn't a lot of innovation when it came to field with field technology and mm -hmm. how you can actually, um, you know, imagine RFIs and submittals in the field. 
And, you know, Plan Grid has, was already on that journey at that point, And they had actually figured out a lot of the field, um, you know, the field technologies and the way that field engineers work. And what we did is we decided to marry those together. And it wasn't simple just to move Plan Grid to Ben 360 and move Ben 360 Plan Grid. That's it's actually very difficult to do. So we actually created and took both of them and meshed them together into one platform. And that's what Autodesk Construction Cloud has become. Mm-hmm. And it's become not only a place where um, construction companies work, our construction uh, companies work with their with their um, with on their projects, but it actually has become a place where designers can start and imagine a plan or imagine a design. And then at the same time, the architects can work um, at the same time with the pre-construction and with the idea of being able to do bid management, estimation, and everything at at the project level, but they don't actually have to own the design. They can just have a a picture of that design or imagine of that design. And then at the same time, being able to have a field team that is imagining the RFIs in the field, but everyone has a connected experience. And that is what we've done by taking Plan Grid, Building Connected, and taking uh, ProEst, um, which is our estimation software that we've acquired, um, and taking um, TradeTap, which is actually taps in the trade so we understand the trade experience. And so um, there's six different de- six different companies we've acquired, and slowly over the last two and a half years, we've taken those individual experiences and brought them into one platform. And so, you know, you asked, you know, what, what is our evolution? How have we worked? Well, we really concentrated on getting those actual user experiences into that one platform. Now, is everything at parity today? No, we haven't gained parity with each one of the individual point solutions, but we're getting close. And that's the thing that I'm probably most excited about right now is we, we took auto specs, you know, we just recently uh, announced auto specs, which is part of our pipe acquisition. And we brought that actually into the platform now and we just launched that. And so super exciting seeing all these point solutions realized in our platform. Yeah. I think what's really cool uh, is a, there's always something new going on with ACS. You guys are updating it constantly and there's new, uh, new features and, and new Point solutions, I feel like coming into it all the time, which is awesome. Uh, and then, so I looked, I just looked, and we have fifty uh, new features in March. Oh wow! <laughs> so I mean, that's yeah. the you know, talk that's about evolution. I remember the old days of desktop software, where you know, once a year we had a big update. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the agile technology of of cloud, where you can actually release features live um, on a monthly basis, is is pretty is pretty fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another really cool thing that I see with ACS is construction uh, across the board is can be very siloed off, and you know the the architects are are working in their platform, the GCs in theirs, and the subs in theirs, and they don't really like to mix into the, <laughs> the, the different programs. Yeah, I want to own my data. <laughs> yeah, but you guys are, are really helping to kind of break down some of those silos and. Uh, you know, creating a space where people can be friends <laughs> and, and work in the same environment, right. which is needed. Right. We can't, um, you know, we're, we, we can't always be the best um, uh, friend maker or, uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> but we try really hard to break down those barriers, at least to have them collaborate together. Yeah. So what's kind of the, the future roadmap for ACC as we look over the, the next couple of years? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, 
we want, as I mentioned, these six different acquisitions, pulling all those point solutions together and getting them under the hood into mm -hmm. one platform is actually super important to us. The other thing that's important to us is um, a collaboration experience that where the ownership of data. So I, I talked a little bit about um, you know, owning data and you, you alluded that, you know, making sure that we have these the different uh, organizations as friends. But, um, you know, we, we have this technology called Bridge and Bridge allows, honestly, allows disparate data and federated data so that uh, different companies can actually own their data, but only give access to the extended team. And I think that's the biggest, you know, that's the biggest thing that's, re that's really changing the way that we work together. Um, mm -hmm. From the introduction of Collaboration Cloud, um, you know, very early, like maybe six, seven years ago, where basically you'd invite somebody into your project and everyone kind of had access to it and they could make changes and you couldn't manage who made changes. We're, we're beyond that now. We're at the point where we can actually can own your data, you can share your data, and it's just like contractual terms that it's very close to contractual terms, I should say, in the ownership of data. Hey, innovators. Do you want to help inspire the next generation of architects, engineers, and builders? Applied Software Great Tech Group does too. In fact, they have launched a scholarship contest and need your help spreading the word. If you know any students or teachers who could benefit from the contest, tell them to visit asti.com slash AEC scholarship for more information. Applied Great Tech is giving away over $1,000 to help students pursue their dreams. And we need your help to make it happen. So what are you waiting for? Let's make a difference together. Very cool. So you mentioned about the, the desktop experience versus now moving to the cloud. How's shifting from a, a desktop product offering to an overall cloud uh, platform help drive better business outcomes that address the unique needs of the client? It's, there, there's a couple of things here. I think one is just, you know, always available, um, being always available. Um, and, and everything's always up to date. So I think that's the biggest thing is just mm -hmm. a collaboration experience allows you the most up-to-date data at your fingertips. I think that's the, probably the primary thing. The second thing is, um, and, and from where I sit in the organization, is how you acquire the solutions. So from an enterprise perspective, um, cloud allows us a better way of driving enterprise um, purchasing. So it's not always about purchasing on a user-based experience, on a user experience. When, when I was actually on the other side of the house in AEC and responsible for our Revit business, um, it's always, you know, a user of Revit is using, typically using that product all day long. It's just what they use. It's the tool they use all day long. But mm -hmm. when you get into cloud and you get into construction technologies and it's a little bit more complex, if you look at the ecosystem of all the products uh, construction um, a persona uses in a day, it's not just a desktop solution. It's not just Revit, like the architect. It's going to be um, an estimation solution perhaps. And then maybe they have to do an RFI and then they need to sit in the submittal. And they may also have um, you know, three different solutions they use that are not by the same software provider. And so from an enterprise experience, it changes. It changes the way you purchase software. It's no longer a user-based solution. You buy it for your whole company. And I think that's a big part of 
the evolution in enterprise experience, especially from an AEC software. Um, we give you access based on maybe your project, um, your overall project expense or your company expense, and we price it that way and allow to package that way. And I think that <clears throat> I think this is a really big part of the change in how we allow users to experience um, experience their usage. And so I, I think that's a big, big change as well. Yeah, absolutely. I want to pivot a little bit into, so when somebody purchases uh, ACC, uh, what are some ways that, that you encourage customers to, to really think about uh, adopting the new technology to be able to implement it successfully, not just to, you know, buy the, you know, get the, the keeping up with the, the Joneses of we need this because everybody else is doing it, but how do, how do you really implement it well I, I i like the idea though that you know you get it because everybody else is yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly the way i'd love to see it um i wish it was that easy um but, <laughs> but um the the experience uh, you know i think that the biggest thing is understanding what you want your workflows to be your overall workflows and as a customer if i put my customer hat on for a moment and i think about the customer i, I think the customer needs to understand what are the outcomes that you're looking for. What do you want to achieve with this particular technology? And not only that, but what do you, how do you want to connect it to the other uh, technology in your office? And so I think that's the biggest thing, understanding the outcome that you want. And then after you understand the outcome that you want, um, I think there's a, a discovery that occurs in what, how you want it to react and how you want the, the, the technology to, to work together. And I think that's where our partner network comes into play. Um, and that's why we you know, work so closely with our channel partners and with our services partners to develop those services and the, uh, the, uh, the, the plan to, to achieve success. It's a success plan. So you, you sit down with the customer and you figure out, okay, these are the things we have to do to be successful. The number one thing is train, we have to train our people. We have to change the way that they think about um, this particular um, way they do their job. And we need to make sure we train them to, to work appropriately. And then there's a second part of that that's the integration part of it. So what are we going to integrate? We may have to do some services to make sure we integrate everything on the back end so it all works together properly. But then we also need to make sure that that's the right way that the customer wants to achieve it. And then we provide the services to do that. And that's training services, onboarding services, adoption services, all those things are really key to make sure that the customer is successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm biased, but I, I think it, when it's the the partnership of the the client, the uh, with Autodesk with the uh, business uh, kind of reseller, uh, that's where it's, it's you get a really strong because you see all those different vantage points, and you can kind of crowdsource a, a lot more of what the industry kind of standards and, and best practices are. You can bring that to the the client's needs and customize it to the unique. Uh, dynamics that are happening. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I always say that our channel is our superpower um, because, I mean, I think that we can realize software and develop it and, and help with the sales process, but realizing that on site with the customer um, is really where our partners come into play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So are there certain kind of key building blocks that you have found to really put in place even before a technology conversation? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the key things that we want to know that if, if I was a customer, I think the key thing that I would want to know is, you know, what is it that I want to achieve? 
you know, what is, what are the key outcomes I want to achieve kind of like from the services standpoint, but I think that's important for, you know, just selecting a software, selecting a technology, selecting a tool. What is it I want to achieve? Do I want to make sure that I have better collaboration between my architect and my contractor? Um, you know, just understanding what you want to achieve and what you want your each individual persona in your company to achieve. Yeah, no, I think that's huge. It seems uh, a lot of times that people kind of go into the, the software conversation and, and think that, well, we, well, we're just going to buy the software and stamp our fingers and it's going to magically uh, <laughs> fix all of our problems, <laughs> which would be great. <laughs> and it, it can solve a lot, but I think going in with a plan of kind of what you mapped out earlier of, of really thinking through how is it going to impact on the training resources? How, how do we need to kind of work through the, the change management? That's what's going to really set up and, and let the software really shine and, and flourish to get all the, uh, you know, bells and whistles that, that you're hoping for. That only comes when you, you have that roadmap in that plan yeah. ahead of time. I think the integrations are really important as well. And I think one of the biggest realizations that I've had over the last, you know, three or four years is that our customers don't only use our software. I don't know why I thought that. No, I'm just kidding. I never really thought that, but, um, you know, they, they don't just use Autodesk technology. They use a lot of other different technologies for point solutions, for ERP solutions, et cetera. And so one of the key things on the, on the Autodesk construction solution side is that we want to be better stewards of integrations from an open API perspective and making sure that we have APIs that allow other partners and other solutions to connect um, with us and have that hook, if you will, to grab data yeah. from our platform or bring their data into our platform. Yeah, that interoperability play is is huge, yeah. for sure. What do you see as kind of the, the next steps in the industrialization of the industry at large? Oh wow! Um, so I wish I had Amy here. <laughs> I wish I had Amy Mark <laughs> to help me with that. So from an industrialized construction, if I look at industrialization, um, I think the biggest thing is kind of pointing back to our original part of our conversation, which was our platforms, the three flat mm -hmm. platforms of um, Fusion, Forma, and Flow. I, I think that those particular solutions in those platforms will help us be that connected tissue and you know, underlying tissue to help industrialize construction. Um, I'm really excited about um, some of the some of the things that we've already started to do to connect those platforms together and connect and to connect those workflows. And we have some very intelligent people that have been working on that for a while here. And um, it's just, it's exciting. It's exciting seeing that, you know, connecting construction manufacturing, um, whether it's from connecting from a on-site building perspective and being able to build and realize things, you know, on-site building, you know, you know, building everything in a factory before it actually hits a, um, it actually hits a, a project site. You know, those are really key things that we're able to do with this technology and connecting them together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so one of our kind of key uh, tenets of, of the podcast is really centered around innovation. And I think the industrialization plays into that for construction, for sure. What does innovation mean to you? Oh, well, so, you know, innovation to me is really thinking about the end in mind. Um, yeah, I think that you know, when we look at how we innovate for our customers, it's about connecting not only 
um, all of these dis disparate con you know, connected experiences um, that we mm -hmm. need to, to do today, that we need to actually help our customers with today. But it's also looking at sustainability um, at the same time. And I think that that's one of the key things that we, I don't, I'm not sure anyone's really done a great job at for construction. We're trying very desperately to achieve the individual workflows that each one of the personas on the project need. But to connect that to sustainability, I think that's really key. And looking at, you know, how we, you know, how we, um, you know, do less with more, how we're able to create less waste, all of those things are extremely important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think the solving the digital side of things and, and getting more efficient on that, it, to me, it doesn't get as much playtime of that that is helping a major have major impact on the sustainability side of things we, we think sustainability at least in my mind I, I naturally tend to go to the the physical side of things rather than the the digital first but i heard this stat or this quote recently and i've loved it is digital waste exponentially leads to physical waste and so oh, if we can streamline and get efficient on the digital side that really solves a lot of the, the the physical waste and sustainability issues on that side. Yeah, I think the other thing is data um, and how we utilize data. Um, there's some really smart yeah. ways we can take data. And that's just actually just, it's just a byproduct of what we're doing. And we don't think about that as much as we should. You know, we have, we are thinking a lot about how AI comes into play. And, you know, you talk about what is, you know, what what's, you know, not only sustainability, we have to figure out exactly how AI plays in construction. We have the data and with collaboration platform, you know, being able to have all the data in one place. Now being able to extract that data and do the right things with it. You know, what is a connected, a connected intelligence experience? You know, how do we make sure that we um, take all that data and use it to predict and analyze in the right ways? And so I think that to me is the exciting part of innovation. All right, Angie, this is one of my, my favorite questions that I ask everybody. If I could give you all power and you could snap your fingers and innovate one thing in the construction industry, what would you pick to innovate? Oh, interesting question. Um, I, I think that the biggest, I think the biggest problem is waste. I mean, I, I really, I come back to that. I just think that construct, I actually, when I built my home, um, I, I just noticed how much waste there is in a construction site. And if there's one thing, one superpower I'd love to have is just like erase all the waste in construction, deliver everything just with on time, on budget and with the right amount of material. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, how do people find out more information on uh, ACS? So um, you can go to construction.autodesk.com to find out more information. Um, but I think it'd be really cool for you to see our latest commercial. What do you think? Awesome. Let's do it. Thanks so much for taking the time, Angie. We'll go right into this commercial. Thank you. Hey, tell Kevin we need to redo this wall. We have to demo it all. The electricians won't play ball. Redesign the hall? I'll tell Nathaniel. Material recall. Okie dokie. They're going to fire Paul. What did I do? Make it three feet tall. Three meatballs? Fire them yeah, the pipe's too small! Recall! Hexagonal! Horizontal? Greg! Greg! We need to install a waterfall. Cool waterfall. 
Be on the same page at every stage with Autodesk Construction Cloud. Where's Paul? And now it's time for my Todd takes from this episode. First take, we talk a lot about setting up the right foundational elements in order to make technology implementation successful. One of those elements that Angie mentioned is understanding the outcome you want to achieve first. I agree full heartedly with this as well. Second take, an offshoot of this is something that Angie referenced in her definition of innovation. Think with the end in mind. When we know what our ideal future state is, we can more easily work backwards to define the roadmap. And final take, you all know I am for breaking down silos of communication and data wherever possible. The work that Autodesk Construction Cloud is doing in that space is really exciting to watch. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you are interested in learning more, you can visit our sponsor, Applied Software Great Tech Group at asti.com for more information. You can listen to this podcast anytime by simply going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our website, bridgingthegappod.com. As always, I'm Todd Wyant, thanking you for joining the conversation to model the future on the Bridging the Gap podcast. Keep innovating. Bridging the Gap is hosted, directed, and produced by Todd Wyant, edited and produced by Eric Daniel. Bridging the Gap is an Applied Software Great Tech Group production. Copyright Applied Software Great Tech Group 2023.